Inspirational Aoife wins award for her cupcakes. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Following a nationwide search to uncover Ireland's most inspirational people, Aoife Moody from Tullow is celebrating after being named an inspirational hero in the Gala Retail and Virgin Media Inspiration Awards. Nominated by her mother Jenny Healy for the Inspiration Award, 14-year-old Aoife put her passion of baking to good use during the COVID-19 lockdown. We're delighted I entered her into the competition and I completely forgot about it until I got a phone call to say that she won, Jenny told the Nationalist. Not only did she make and give treat boxes for frontline workers in nearby Castle Dermot, Aoife then went on to make boxes of cupcakes for elderly people cocooning in the Tullow area. She also raised an impressive €300 Euro for Breast Cancer Ireland by organising a cake sale from her home. Aoife was keen to help out the charity after her granny, Kay Healy from Castle Dermot, was diagnosed with the disease. Her granny and granddad Sean are immensely proud of her, as are her mother Jenny, dad John Moody and little sister Kira. Aoife's kind and thoughtful nature flagged her to the judges of the Gala Young Heroes competition and as a result she's won a €750 Blue Book voucher. The family hope to enjoy a stay in one of Ireland's beautiful boutique hotels that are covered by the voucher, particularly one that has a cookery school attached. Aoife began baking at the age of 11, but during the first lockdown she really concentrated on her skills and made buns and cakes to cheer up frontline workers. She also registered with the HSE and has completed her HACCIP training, so that all of her products are to the regulation standard. Aoife has set up an Instagram account where she posts images of her gorgeous treats, and last week, celebrity chef Nevin Maguire contacted her with words of encouragement. He also promised to send the talented young baker his latest recipe book. Now that she's back in school at Presentation College, Carlo, the enthusiastic second-year student has concentrated her baking at weekends and has even begun taking commissions. Teen Baker Grace raises €550 for Kids Hospital. Article by Suzanne Pender. An industrious teenager spent her mid-term break surrounded by flour, sugar and tons of delicious icing as she baked her way to a very tasty charitable donation. 14-year-old Grace Lawler from Tomard, Milford decided to bake cupcakes in aid of the annual trick-or-treat for Temple Street and managed to raise a terrific €550 with money still rolling in. Over three days, Grace baked, decorated and boxed a whopping 75 boxes of cupcakes, with family and friends all snapping up her scrumptious bakes, then making their donation to the children's hospital. I normally have the Halloween party for the kids and do the trick-or-treat for Temple Street. We love the parties, explains Grace's mum, Breedine. But when the package about it arrived this year, we knew we wouldn't be able to have the party. That's when Grace said, why don't I make buns? So that's what she did. It was her idea and she did everything herself. She absolutely loves baking. We're so proud of all her hard work, added Breedine. The newly formed Grace's Cakes went into production with Grace beautifully creating her own little note on top of each white box, filled with six cupcakes, then sold them for five euro a box. 
The cupcakes proved so popular among family and friends that Grace ended up spending three full days baking. One of the days, I came home from work to find the whole island in the middle of the kitchen absolutely covered in buns, and it's not a small island. She had them all Halloween-themed, too. She did a great job. They were so popular with everyone, and people were just brilliant, said Breedeen. My working colleagues at Port Leash Prison were amazing, too. They bought so many. They have such a sweet tooth, so they couldn't get enough. Grace is a second-year student at Colossia Andrew in Bagnallstown, and will come as no surprise that one of her favourite subjects is home economics. Grace gets lots of support for her love of baking from her teacher, Ms. Trehy, while her biggest fans and champion taste testers are her parents, Breedine and Jer, and her brother, John. The great outdoors never tasted so good. Businesses hit by the pandemic come up with novel solutions to keep going and provide social outlet to customers old and new. Article by Elizabeth Lee. When the COVID-19 pandemic put paid to music festivals, field days, agricultural shows and other large-scale outdoor events this summer, thousands of people lost their livelihoods overnight. Musicians, roadies, sound and lighting staff were all immediately hit with the cancellation of concerts. But so too were all the ancillary businesses which service such events, including food trucks and coffee carts. But rather than stay at home feeling sorry for themselves, some of these business owners thought outside the box. With no festivals or shows to go to, they set themselves up in their nearest town or village as people got used to the new normal and to socialising outside. Let's talk about coffee. Cabin fever forced Ger Moorhead out of his house and onto the streets of Hackettstown. It was in the depths of the lockdown and the normally active Ger was frustrated and bored at home. Any other time he'd be spending the early part of the year booking his coffee cart into shows all around the country. But 2020 wasn't like any other year, ever. I bought it in 2018 and I was just getting established. It takes a long time to get established in this game because it's so seasonal. 2020 was going to be my year, Ger said. COVID-19 restrictions initially shut down every hotel, restaurant, pub and coffee shop and so people had nowhere to go and no one to meet. But people are also sociable animals who need to be with others and they resented being cooped up. People like Jer used their imaginations and their resources to find a solution and the outdoor social experience was born. I was at home going crazy because of the lockdown. I thought it would be over in a few weeks and so I opened up the coffee trailer. Initially, I just saw it as a way to get out of the house and make a few bob, Jer continued. I started in May for just a few hours a day, and soon people were coming to meet up here. There was nowhere else to go, so it became an outlet, a place where people could be together. Now it's like providing a service. One of the nicest aspects of serving the Italian Lavazza coffee to the good people of Hackettstown and beyond is the sheer diversity of his customers. Some people come here every day because they might live on their own and they like a chat. Students are now isolated at home studying, so they come too. People dropping their kids off to school will call in the morning, and older people who won't go into any shops at all feel safe coming here. 
There's one woman who comes here with someone who must be her mother. This is the only place that they go to, Jer smiles. Serving coffee and tea on the Tinnahealy Road out of Hackettstown may have been a short-term solution in the beginning, but it's now part of Jer's life, and it's part of the town's fabric. Every day I get up, I look forward to doing this. There's a great community spirit around, especially now. In normal times, I don't think that this would have worked, and I wouldn't have tried it. Now it's all about community spirit. We have to make the best of it. Let's Talk About Coffee is open every day until 2pm in Hackettstown. Hangry for hot dogs. The smell of frying onions wafting through the air and the sound of burgers sizzling on the griddle are always alluring, especially when they come with a side of friendly banter and a bit of crack. And so it is with Hangry for Hot Dogs, a food stall run by husband and wife team Stephen Donoghue and Aaron Byrne. They've set up in Weaver Square Balting Glass after their usual venues like the Tullow Show and the Tinnahealy Show fell foul of the pandemic. The couple were determined to keep their business going and establish themselves in the market area of their nearest town, Balting Glass. We wanted to bring something different here. We wanted to create something for the people to come and enjoy, Stephen explained. We love the banter and the bit of crack too. It's what makes it. We do this all day long. Being locals themselves, they were conscious of using only local suppliers. One reason was to support local food producers, but another is for chain of supply reasons. If the entire nation went into another lockdown, hangry for hot dogs would still have supplies. The local butchers, Patterson's, make the hot dogs for them, while Doyle's butchers in Dunlavin provide their burgers. Their vegetables are supplied by local distributor Tom Sheen, while the organic eggs they use come from Grace's in the Glen of Imal. We wanted to keep the money circulating locally. The businesses here have been so supportive, Stephen added. They also use locally grown beetroot for their beetroot relish, while the recipe for their French bean dish has been used in Aaron's family for three generations. They've been in situ in Balting Glass since August, and since that time, word has spread about the food stall. They get all sorts of customers, including construction and office workers from the town, students from the local school, guardy and ambulance men, farmers and mechanics. All sorts of people are attracted to the colourful stall, including those who'd never dream of eating a hot dog. We love the atmosphere. We get all sorts of people, Stephen said. Before Aaron added... We especially love getting the older people. You can tell that they may not have been outside their own door in a while, so it's lovely to see them. Hangry for Hot Dogs is open every day except Mondays. Jamie's Coffee Just beside Hangry for Hot Dogs is the dinkiest of horse boxes. Its Gymkhana days are long gone though, as it's been repurposed as a coffee cart. Serving his customers is barman-turned-barista Jamie McTurnan. He had taken over a pub in the town, Lizzie Kyo's, just a year ago. So when the COVID-19 restrictions meant that he had to shut the doors, he had to think laterally about how to make a living. I was thinking about how I'd keep things ticking over until I could get the pub opened again, Jamie said, explaining how he made the transition from pulling pints to frothing milk. He sourced a beautifully kitted out horse box and hooked up with Wicklow Naturally, an organisation that promotes locally produced food to find McCabe's coffee. 
Jamie also sells treats like homemade brownies made by Lorraine Aspel at her Daisy Cottage farm in nearby Kiltegan. Jamie has put his years of experience working in the hospitality trade, making and serving coffee to punters, to good use. This is the new normal, isn't it, he smiled. Jamie's coffee is open seven days a week. The Horse Box at Doyle's Doyle's Royal Oak Stores is a busy spot, and so when the government started to issue restrictions and advice about social distancing, owner Dennis Mullen had to come up with ways of making his business stay open in a safe way. They already had a great trade in coffee, and so, after a few different ideas, they decided to take the coffee end of the business outside altogether. They found a repurposed horse box that had been used as a mobile bar for occasions like weddings. With the wedding industry pretty much decimated for 2020, the horse box, from which champagne and whiskey would normally be dispensed, was pretty redundant. With Dennis's intervention, the horse box has been reinvented again, this time as a hip coffee dock. We wanted to try something different and quirky, something that can be a different experience for our customers while maintaining the same warm and bubbly environment customers would receive in the shop, Dennis explained. After some research, they decided to use Warbler and Wren coffee, and staff members Killian Doyle, Adam Rudkins and Meadow Reddy are their in-house baristas. The horse box at Doyle's is not only a great addition to the Royal Oak, but also to Bagnallstown, said local business owner Grawny Macker of Roots and Ends Salon. Yes, I love my coffee, but not only that, isn't it lovely to be handed a coffee with a friendly smile in the morning? An all-round, very enjoyable experience, she added. It can be hard to start a new adventure in the midst of a pandemic, but knowing the impact it can have on the local people of our community makes it all worthwhile. Dennis concluded, Seeing grandparents treating their grandchildren to hot chocolate while they catch up with their sons and daughters with a coffee makes it really special. The horse box at Doyle's is open from Monday to Friday from 7.30am to 3pm.